Rising 1% podcast where you're going to discover the strategies, the tools, the insights to dominate and get into the top 1% of your industry. I am Gerald Bass. Alongside me, JC Williams. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, G? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm excited right now uh, for this podcast. We have one of the queens, queens. of video marketing it's right true. beside us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Give it up for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So today we have in the building an actual friend of mine, uh, one of my mentees too, uh, but she's doing like some outstanding things in terms of she's a business coach. She has her own course. Uh, she actually, you know, specializes in YouTube marketing. She's helping a lot of women with basically getting their YouTube channels up, getting more visibility online. And really just growing their businesses. She's doing it on a big level. She's helped over 200 women Woo. Actually right. launch and start their own YouTube channels so that they can really get themselves more out there. So I'm definitely excited. Today mm-hmm. we have on the Rise of Webster podcast, Simone Redman. Yes, everyone oh man good good, good. yeah how you feel you know you like um you actually our first female oh really yeah interviewing right now you know so (laughs) (laughs) it's such an honor yeah exactly so we're gonna dive right in so what we're gonna do Simone is I know I've spoken a little bit about you but talk a little bit about your journey thus far and what are you currently working on right now um, well, my journey with, with YouTube and, and being in online business and things like that, it has, I will say it has been a struggle in the beginning, but now it's kind of like flourishing and prospering because the more that you continue to do it, the more people start to see you as that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been interesting, you know, still kind of like creating courses and just helping other women and just really seeing like how many women out there are so ready and they're so afraid too to really put themselves out online and in the you know in the online space things like that um so i mean the journey is amazing i absolutely love it but um what i'm working on right now is we are in the middle of a course launch right now um just kind of getting more women to really see like okay while we're in this whole quarantine phase and things like that like i need to start doing something i need to start putting myself out there because Mm -hmm. we as women put our dreams and desires on the back end because we're so focused on you know making sure the significant other is cool and the family things like that and Mm -hmm. i was like we have all the time in the world right now because it's quarantine season i guess that's what i like to say it's quarantine season so Mm -hmm. uh, we're in the middle of a course launch right now and uh, we are also working on you know just really helping other clients doing one-on-one coaching and things like that Awesome, awesome, <laughs> and you know that you know what's so vital about what you're doing too when it comes down to female entrepreneurs because I feel like it's so male dominated when it comes yeah. to the social media world, in the, even in the business it world, is. you know. Oh, right. So just to get the shine on women right. where video is right. so so Very essential, right now, right now. you know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely. yeah, just to get them out there. So salute to you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So. Let's let's dive straight in. Let's talk a little bit about video, like the importance right now, Simone, in terms of 
a female entrepreneur, just entrepreneurs in general, you know, leveraging video mm -hmm. to grow their business, grow their brand. Can you talk about maybe a little bit of the importance of that during this time? Yeah, right now it's it's extremely important because video really can be make you more visible. As long as you know what you're doing mm -hmm. and you're doing the right steps and you're um, confident in the information that you're giving, mm -hmm. video can really help you out. And I just feel that so many women are just kind of like, okay, well, maybe I could just play around with this video and just, you know, focus on Facebook Live and Instagram Live, which right. is something that a lot of people are so used to doing because that's the that's the primary social network that we use right, all right. the time. Right. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like you have to start using YouTube as and thinking of YouTube as okay, well, this is content that people can search for years to come. Right. You know, you can't do that on Facebook. Mm. Uh, you can't do that on Instagram either because it's like you can search for like hashtags and things like that, but right. you will never find that actual video to kind of mm. help you solve a solution or solve a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And you won't. So that's why it's important to really be on video because you can truly grow your audience by using YouTube. And it's possible. It's possible. Even though I am on Facebook and I am on Instagram, right. I don't use those social media networks as much as I use YouTube. Mm. Even though I'm sitting there searching for content and things like that, I'm also using it just to watch videos. Like, I was just watching, like, these six-figure six homes in Atlanta, you know, somewhere in a Paulding County or whatever. And I was just like, man, this is so amazing. Like, you really can grow your business that way so i think it's i think it's very important to be on youtube right now right and i definitely agree because i'm the same way i use youtube more than instagram or yeah. facebook yeah mm -hmm. and i'm on there all the time yeah. uh, more <laughs> more than i look at the, my news feeds mm -hmm. on instagram and facebook mm -hmm. so let me just ask you this like just for like anyone that's even listening to this right now it's a newbie right and they want to know what's the like you said the steps like what's some of the, the exact steps that you probably should do like starting off like starting your channel Absolutely. So number one is to get started, create your YouTube channel, create your Gmail account, because mm -hmm. that is connected with YouTube, of course. Mm -hmm. So you log in with YouTube, with your Gmail account, and you want to just figure out what your audience is having an issue with. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing okay. because exactly. you have to figure out, okay, well, how can I solve an issue with my niche and with whatever they're struggling with and get that content out? It could be the worst video in the world because I know with my very first video, it took me three hours to make, and it's still on my channel, like, to yeah. this day, because I want people to see the, the progression. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I want people to see the beginning of where I was. So right, it's right. like, I just created the content. Because mm -hmm. you told me, you was just like, hey, I need you to do this video. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember. No, I ain't going to do this right now. But it's just kind of like, you just have to get started, because mm -hmm. the more that you really figure out, like, okay, how can I do this? How can I just create the content and just share it out? Share right. it out on social media because we're all on social media all the time. Mm -hmm. Create that video, share it out on social media, let people know, hey, I got a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And let people know that you are visible online and you just have to continuously and constantly keep posting that content. All right. Yes, mm -hmm. Okay. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So now I know that you said that it is a journey. It takes a while to get your followers up. Mm -hmm basically on YouTube, right. subscribers, mm -hmm. and the subscribers and everything. Mm -hmm. What about, do you have any hacks that you say that, you know, that maybe can get you some subscribers a little bit quicker, like in the beginning? Yes, um, utilizing the YouTube search bar, because okay. you have to think of the search bar as keywords that people are searching for. Right. Mm -hmm. This is what I tell my clients all the time, so you have to utilize that YouTube search bar 
and type in like how to do this or how to do this, whatever it is, depending on your niche. Right. You put that in and you see what pops up in that search bar. Mm. Use your video titles from that search bar and create videos around that. Mm. That yes. can help you get more subscribers because when people search for those terms, mm -hmm. your video pops up. Absolutely. Exactly. Because exactly. that way they're like, oh snap, this person is doing this. Let me check out this video. They're, they're showing themselves as the authority. So they're able to do that. So when you're getting started, utilize that YouTube search bar. I think that was one of the things that I did not do when I first got started mm -hmm. because I was so focused on just creating content right. because I just wanted to create content. I wasn't there to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be on YouTube. So you have to mm -hmm. utilize that search bar. So let me, I got another question. Let me ask you this then. What about while you saying like utilizing that search bar and keywords, can you actually leverage um, other people that has a higher social influence on YouTube to actually get you, yourself out there. Like, maybe is it just like is it like a playlist or is it like something you could recommend from other people that has maybe a higher social influence? Maybe I would say you can. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. um, but the best way to do it is just kind of just looking to see what their most popular videos are. So you have to go to that person's channel. You got to sort it out and everything like that and see what their most popular videos are. Mm -hmm. And you can create content around that as long as it's something within your niche. Right. You okay. can create content around that and that'll kind of help YouTube suggest your video when somebody else is watching like some big channel. Right. Yeah. So that's that's one of the best ways you could do that. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good mm -hmm. stuff. So I have a question, Simone, because mm -hmm. I have a lot of clients and I do my best to push them to start doing video or even going live from time to time. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have these fears, right? <laughs> they have these fears, you know, they worrying about how they gonna look on video, yes. how they gonna sound on video, oh their environment, <laughs> if they know enough, yeah. all this type of stuff. So how do you help some of like your, your customers or your clients, like how do you help them in terms of maybe getting over any fears or reservations that they may have about getting behind the camera? So one of the things that I tell my students is that you have to imagine that your best friend is behind that camera. Right. So anybody that you feel comfortable talking to, you can vent to them. You could talk to them about anything in the world, whoever right. that person is. Right. Imagine them behind that camera. Right. So for me, it's my best friend, Maya. Me and Maya, we've been best friends since I was like... 10 years old in fifth grade. And okay. so every time I'm looking at my phone and I'm doing stuff, mm -hmm. I think and talk as if I'm talking to Maya. Maya. Because Maya has no idea what the heck I'm doing on YouTube. She doesn't right. know what I'm doing. So it's like, I have to explain it to her. Mm -hmm. So it's more comfortable for me. And I feel more comfortable on camera mm -hmm. talking to her who is behind the camera. Powerful. So that's something <laughs> that's that a, a lot of people have to learn how to do. It's just like, just think of that person. Right. Because you're comfortable with that person. Right. You're yeah. comfortable. Y'all can talk. Y'all can do whatever. So even if they're not right there, just think of them. Or you could just put a picture on top of your phone and be like, okay, I'm mm -hmm. talking to this person. This mm -hmm. is who I need to get all my content to and just do it that way and right. become more comfortable. Just like you're having a conversation basically with a exactly. friend. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. All right. So let me ask you this. What's some of the, uh, all right, even when you're getting started, is it like equipment-wise, what's some of the best cost-effective equipment that you probably could should use? For somebody that started that started off. Starting off? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you can use the laptop camera on your computer. Mm -hmm. um, it may not be like the best quality, but as long as you have like natural lighting in your house or you can open up a window, things like that, that's good too. Mm -hmm. um, 
basically we all have cell phones. Right. I still use my cell phone for my uh, my videos. I don't have a fancy camera. I don't have no DSLR. You know, I want one. Mm -hmm. I don't have one, mm -hmm. but I still use and create all my videos on this phone and to be honest with you when you have great lighting it mm. looks so professional you would never tell that i don't have a dslr mm. never tell mm -hmm. so i use that um okay. just getting started natural lighting is your best friend when mm. it comes to lighting and things like that right. mm -hmm. um and let's see what else that's really about it you mm. got we have everything that we need to get started some people feel like Oh, I gotta go buy this. I gotta go get this expensive stuff, and right. this is gonna get my channel ready to go. And you're trying to be all perfect, but once you're trying to be perfect, you never get started. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Gotta take mm -hmm. that perfect action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, let me ask you all about um, even when it comes down to sound. Is does this something that you edit like as you go along, or you should get like a certain type of microphone? Or? I would say if you don't have carpet in your house. Yes, you do want to invest in a microphone because it echoes. So if you have a sound absorber, like carpet, or you can like put some stuff up on the walls or something like that, that will kind of help with the sound. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly everybody has carpet somewhere in their house. So I feel like that's like the best sound absorber that you don't have to go and spend money on a, a microphone if you have to. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. Let's transition a little bit into talking about your course. So... Walk me through this course. Like, if, you know, I'm somebody looking to get into getting my YouTube channel going so I can get more visibility, you know, get my business, my brand out there, track customers, clients, etc. What What does your course, like, entail? What do you talk about in the course? So, YouTube Creators Intensive, it's really more about how you can get started with YouTube and putting a strategy behind all the videos that you create. Okay. Um, so, you're going to learn more about you know, niching and understanding your value proposition and learning how to create funnels and free offers and sales funnels okay. because you have to learn how to use YouTube to build that business on the back end. Right. Um, and so many people focus on making money on YouTube and they don't build a business. So we teach right. you about that too. Um, and you're also going to learn more about keyword research and putting the strategy behind it and learning how to do a monthly audit on your channel. Mm. Seeing what videos work for you the past month and see what videos you can create next month to get a better strategy with that so that's it's really all it is and i absolutely love it i was looking at it today and i was like this is my baby <laughs> i love it so it's it's really cool that's great stuff yeah great stuff great stuff and I, I heard you talk about you know one of my favorite tools to use to grow businesses online which is sales funnels right mm -hmm. you know that's something we do mm -hmm. with our business what is when you say sales funnels in terms of YouTube, what is the importance of someone having a sales funnel with growing up on YouTube? Because the part the importance is people are finding you, all right? Remember, this is the strategy. So, you put in your keyword research, you type in on the YouTube search bar, you create videos around those titles, people are finding you. Mm -hmm. If your content is good enough, they're going to be like, okay, well. How can I get more information from this person? Right. Because this is free traffic. YouTube is free traffic. You're not even having to pay for this. Mm. So you want to make sure that you have something free to offer. And right. then, of course, throughout that funnel, you're offering something on the back end as a sale. Mm -hmm. So you have to get all of that put together because I get leads from my YouTube channel just about every day because all of my content is out. I have my YouTube channel checklist, and once you opt in, there's something else on the back end for you to mm -hmm. buy. So that's why it's so important, because it's free traffic. You don't have to that pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, perfect strategy. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, what, 
let's talk about vision. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's talk about vision. You know, we know without vision, they say people should perish. So mm-hmm. you have to have vision as an entrepreneur and business owner. What does your vision look like right now? I know you already have served literally 200 women entrepreneurs already. What's your vision like for the future? My vision for the future mm-hmm. is to truly help a million women get on YouTube. Mm. That's my goal. That's, Huge. That's my goal. Yeah. My absolute goal is to set the t- you know set the standard for pretty much women in general, but African American women because we're not on YouTube. Mm-hmm. A lot of us aren't. So it's like I want to help them get out there, mm-hmm. have a million, have served a million people and a million more. Get on YouTube, start their YouTube channels, start their online businesses, and make money. That's the that's the that's the plan. Right. <laughs> that's the vision. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna be thinking anything? Might as well be thinking big, and that's definitely big. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I right. love it. I love it. So, mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Simone. This is a question I never want to ask too, because it's pretty sure some women entrepreneurs that's listening into this podcast right now, and people are in different <clears throat> type of situations or different stages growing a business. So let, let's talk a little on the personal side a minute, right? Okay. So. You, of course, you're engaged right now, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about the balance in terms of, you know, you you have a, a, your fiancé, but you also have to grow your business, so you got to tend the family and grow your business. Talk about how do you balance that? You know, because I know you be going hard. Man. You be up early. <laughs> even, though, you know, you, you, even though I know you're still in corporate as well, you, you be going hard. Like, yeah. you up early, you grinding, you, you going hard every day. Talk about how you can balance a little bit, like the balance. Like for the, the, the lady entrepreneur list to this right now, like, man, I got a lot of things on my plate. I don't have time to get a YouTube channel going right now because I got a lot on my plate. Yeah. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. So what I do is that I make sure to set specific days to spend with just him. Only him. We could sit there and watch Netflix. I mean, well, before all this coronavirus happened, we would go to the West End, go to the Sundial, go mm-hmm. eat lunch, you know, just mm-hmm. make sure that I'm spending time with him because I don't want him to feel that I'm not focused on him as a fiance and I'm too focused on my business. So it's kind of like I have to have a balance. Right. And with him and his schedule being a firefighter, he works every every what three days or so. Mm-hmm. So I do have time to sit there and be like, okay, well, you know, you're off today. I, I can. All the stuff that can wait, you know, I got all mm. my stuff done. Um, you know, that's whatever you want to do. So mm. I have to make sure that I am not putting too much attention into it because it has happened before to where it was mm. like I was grinding hard and he just felt neglected. And I hated that. So I have mm. to make sure that like I step back mm. when I feel like, okay, well, you're you're may you may be pushing too much. Let's kind of reel it back in mm. and sit there and say, Okay, what are the limits that you can do today? Right. What can you get done today, and then tomorrow you you spend all day with your fiance or whatever, and then whenever yeah. you know, because he he understands right. like how mm-hmm. important it is for me because mm-hmm. I don't like corporate America. I'm trying to leave, right. and he understands it, but it's also important to know like okay, I have to put that time aside for him, right. mm-hmm. and that's that's important too. So even though we feel like we don't have time, you have time. You just have to schedule, yeah, block everything. Right. So that's that's the important thing. And let's yeah. talk about that very quickly, Simone. Like. Mm-hmm. What what is a day like with Simone? I know, like you said, you're still on your corporate job and mm-hmm. you're building your business as well. Mm-hmm. What is a day from the time you get up to taking it in at night? Like, what what's a day like with Simone? 
Um, so a day like with me is I I, I want to say I get up about like six o'clock, six thirty. Okay. Um, kind of like around that time. Okay. And the first thing that I do is right now I'm reading uh, this book called The Calling by Rock Goddess. Okay. Um, it's it's amazing. So okay. I sit there and read like ten ten pages of that, maybe like a chapter if I have time, mm-hmm. and then I go ahead and eat my breakfast because you know I'm still on this weight loss program, things like that. Um, yeah. Eat my breakfast, do like that. And I would, from, I want to say from about 7.30 to 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. it's just me and my laptop, creating content for YouTube, you know, checking in with my, my students and my clients and seeing if they have any questions with whatever, mm-hmm. making sure that I am there to serve them. Right. And then from 12.30 to like 11 o'clock at night, I'm at work. What? So I have no time to do anything at night except for on Fridays. Mm. So I have to make sure that that time in the morning mm. is spent productively because I have to go be somebody's employee for 10 hours right. a day. Mm. Um, and then that's really it. And then on Fridays, it's kind of like, it's my day. I'm off. Mm. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Because we, mm. I have people to serve. Yeah. So that's that's really like a day in the life for me mm. right now. That's huge. <laughs> that's huge. Huge. So I want to ask you this. Like earlier when you were saying that when it comes down to women, entrepreneurs or women just on YouTube, like it's a lack, even with the African-Americans, mm-hmm. like in your opinion, what you feel like is some other things, like that was great advice about how they could balance out their life, but what are some other things you think that may be holding women back from like being on video and YouTube? Um, appearance, mm-hmm. could be one. Right. Um, that's, that's a big one, because a lot of women feel like Oh my God, my whole face got to be done before I'm uh, on camera. And exactly. I'm that type of person. You see how minimal my face is. It's always been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just go ahead and just create the video. I feel like that's one thing that's holding women back. Um, they always feel like they have to be that provider. So they don't have time to sit there and sit and create a video because they may have children. Right. You know, they may have a spouse or a fiance or whatever. Mm-hmm. They may have family that they have to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like. Those are kind of some situations, but appearance is the biggest one. Yeah, that's the biggest right. one that keeps people mm-hmm. um, from being on YouTube. Right, and mm-hmm. do you feel like it is very more like it's more effective if the appearance, like you said, is like a lot more subtle, not like with a whole bunch of makeup mm-hmm. or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very simple, very minimal, and mm-hmm. it just it just as long as you get the content out, I feel like that's what's important. But right. you know, just making sure your appearance, your hair looks good or whatever. But as yeah. far as like a full face of makeup, nobody has time. Right. I don't. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's why I just like, I may put on like a lip stain or whatever or a lip gloss and just keep it rolling because yeah. I, I have content to put out. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I get it. Because, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, that uh, like, we kind of like more judgmental, I guess, yeah. to women, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, we always looking at the appearance. So I feel like I understand why women being more like more self you know what I mean yeah. into themselves like yeah. you know thinking about that yeah, in your conscious body it's a society body. thing too mm-hmm. yeah it's just like everybody's like oh my god well you're doing this video you don't look the greatest I'm not gonna follow you you're just like yeah. what the heck okay yeah. so but yeah that's that's, that's a big thing alright mm-hmm. alright okay. so my question to be for you Simone if you had to identify the top three skill sets around creating video that someone should master to like really create like real great videos and be able to crush it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. What would you say the top three skills that they should really hone in on if they want to really be great at video? Mindset is one. Okay. That's the biggest one because mm-hmm. 
you are putting yourself out in this online space. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out and get this great mindset because there are going to be people who are negative on your videos. There are mm -hmm. going to be people who yeah. dislike your videos. Yeah. And I've had clients that say, oh my gosh, somebody like disliked my video. What do I do? And I'm like, why yeah. are you worried? Like, right. who cares? Right. So I see it as engagement. Somebody disliked your video. Hey, that's yeah. engagement. You yeah. watched it. So right. that, exactly. that helps me out. Um, All right. But mindset is one. Mm -hmm. And another skill set that you have to learn um, becoming comfortable on camera. That's that's too, mm -hmm. um, because that's the only way that you really can crush video mm -hmm. right. is becoming more comfortable with speaking on camera and you know getting comfortable with how your voice sounds and things mm -hmm. like that. Right. Um, number three would have to be just really, really, really loving what you do. That's mm -hmm. that's something that you have to have too, because if you don't like what you're doing and you're trying to create content, it's not gonna work out. Mm -hmm. So you have to like really and truly enjoy what you're doing, and that's kind of like the biggest skill sets that I think of. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. So my question would be for you as well, Simone. Top three books for entrepreneur, business owner. I mean, it could be around mindset, personal development. It could mm -hmm. be around you know video it can be around marketing sales whatever what are the top three books you would say that you've read um one of my absolute favorites is called when to jump by mike lewis okay mm -hmm. um so that book is really all about people who are doing something else but they want to like they're doing something but they want to do something that they're more passionate about mm -hmm. and it's talking about how people just went for it and just took the jump they may have not been successful with it mm -hmm. they may have but mm -hmm. they at least took the step right. mm -hmm. um so that's one of my favorite books one another one oh my gosh that i absolutely love is be obsessed or be average by mm -hmm. Grant Cardone. Right, Cardone, right. i could listen to that audiobook in my car yeah. Yeah. every single day and it just gets me so inspired because some days i'll be sitting there like man i ain't trying to do all this but you listen to Grant Cardone and <laughs> yeah. you just like you 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 be like okay <laughs> let me go ahead and get home let me get this video ready let me let me put all this stuff out um so that's one of my absolute favorite books and of course the one that mm -hmm. i'm reading right now is uh, The Calling by Raw Goddess. Mm -hmm. um, that book is really targeted towards women and really learning more about your self-declarations and how you can really overcome negative situations that are hindering you from what it is that you truly want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the biggest, those are the three books that I would say are okay. my favorite right now at this moment. Yeah, I'm dang sure I'll check that out. The yeah. Calling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's okay. so good. So, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows about uh, Gabrielle Bernstein, but mm. she did the foreword of that book, and so she's worked with Raw Goddess before and things like that, and she's an African-American um, author, so uh. yeah, it's really Cool. Okay. <laughs> awesome yeah, yeah. So I had a few more questions, and then James, if you have any questions, then we'll get ready to wrap up. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah. another question I want to ask you is a little bit off video right now. Mm -hmm. So Simone, you you crushed it when it came to this weight loss thing, right? Like <laughs> you crushed it like on Facebook. I know you you uh, you posted your, your before pics, your mm -hmm. after pics, and I've been knowing mm -hmm. you for a while as well. So I definitely seen the transformation. Talk a little bit about the mindset. I know, I know this is off of the video talking right. for a second, but I believe this still could be you know, some value yeah. to our listeners. Like, talk about the mindset about going into like that weight loss journey to be able to have yeah. the transformation you had because that's huge. It, it was it was so hard, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all because I hate the gym. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even though I was in the gym, I was I would still be like, God, I gotta go get on this treadmill. Right, like, here we go. Right. Like I don't feel like doing this. Um, but it it took a minute. It okay. took a minute. So I had started it back in uh, September of last year, 
Mm-hmm. And by May, I had lost like third, like twenty percent body fat, forty pounds. I was, I was hyped, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell me that then. Um, but it, it took a minute because I had to sit there and think, okay, Simone, you're not doing this just to show it, you know, show off to everybody. You're really doing this for your own health because, believe it or not, I was pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a I wouldn't say it was a disease, but it was like a skin condition called acanthosis nigricans, mm. which means that for us African-American people, we have like these darker spots on our skin mm-hmm. and it won't come off. You could try to clean it, whatever, whatever. It won't come off. That is saying that you are consuming too much sugar. You're not really working out. You're consuming too many bad foods. Mm. And that lets you know that's a sign of being pre-diabetic. Mm. I never knew it. Mm. And, you know, for me being light skin, I'm sitting here like, OK, why won't this stuff come off my neck? That was the reason. So I didn't know that. So I was like, okay, well, let me just keep going because I don't want to be in that situation anymore. Um, But the mindset thing, I just had to just stay strong, listen to my audiobooks on the way to the gym and back because I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here for an hour and a half. But I'm here to really get my health back in shape and just just to be healthy. That's the point. Right. And, and you know, I think a lot of times when you have, like, life-threatening things like that, any type of disease or anything, that's what drives people, you know, a lot of times. Yeah, that's that's big motivation Mm -hmm. right there, so... Yeah, yeah so, you know, I yeah. still drink my water. I didn't bring it today, but I still drink my little gallon jug of water. <laughs> right. Yeah, mm-hmm. things yeah, like that. Definitely. But you know, I just try to make sure that I still stick with what I know. You know, I don't yeah. eat certain foods. I don't eat fried foods anymore. I don't mm. eat red meat. Um, yeah. You know, it's all about vegetables and raisin bran crunch. It's like my favorite breakfast right now. Like, mm. it's, it's the best. I never <laughs> thought it was, but it's so good though. So yeah. you know, you just try to stick with it and right. just keep going. Right. That's yeah. Huge. yeah. Appreciate yeah. you sharing that with us. Yeah. yeah. No James, did you Well, yeah, I'm going to go back more into the how-tos again back on YouTube. Okay. All okay. right. Um, so let me ask you this. Like, what would be a way to make your channel look professional? Oh, that's a good question. I'm so glad you asked that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things is you want to make sure that you have your channel banner. Um, they're saying, like, you know, in the channel banner, letting people know what your video or your channel is about, how often you're going to be posting um, creating different playlists for different types of videos. Mm-hmm. So you have to sit there and think, well, what does my audience want to see? Mm-hmm. How can I break all this content up? Right. Um, because some people just go and you look at their channel and it's just one long playlist. There's nothing broken down. There's nothing right. like appealing to it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to make sure that you have your brand picture. So right now I have the same picture on all my social media profiles, mm-hmm. including YouTube, because I want somebody who sees my YouTube channel and goes to my Facebook and say, Oh, this is the same person. Right. So I use that too. I have not changed it. Um, and another thing is, you know, like I said, the playlist and things like that. And just making sure that you have your brand colors inside mm-hmm. of your thumbnails, because thumbnails are a huge thing when it comes to people clicking on it mm-hmm. and looking and seeing that thumbnail and say, oh, okay, well, that looks that looks really good. Let me click on it and watch it. Because right. that's what gets people clicking on your video is the actual thumbnail. thumbnail. Yep. You gotta put so much emphasis on that. So yeah. that's that's something that you mm-hmm. also have to do to get your channel professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, let me, and then it, 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 does YouTube have something going on with Instagram? Because I, I haven't learned this yet. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm seeing, you know, you see the stories. Yes. Yo. Yes. Yeah, they do got them. Yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, you can use it. Now, I, I don't have that feature, but you have mm-hmm. to have 10,000 subscribers on YouTube to have the stories feature. Okay. Um, but I guess they're kind of trying to compete because YouTube is a social media network in some shape, way, or form. 
it is and there are creators who like I said there's some people who use YouTube more than Facebook and Instagram right. so it's kind of like well if these people really get on here as often why not have stories and do that so I mean I guess you can say they're in competition mm. um, right. but okay, it's okay. just kind of like uh, you know whatever but I, I see people using the stories I think it's kind of cool yeah. but uh, yeah I, they may be I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just recently started looking. I really wasn't paying any attention, but now I do. And I'm like, oh, this is just like Instagram. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And let's talk about the monetization of YouTube channel, because I know you've been fortunate enough to be able to monetize. Like, mm-hmm. what, what steps does someone have to take to be able to monetize on their YouTube channel? Um, so right now you have to have 4,000 hours of watch time in a rolling 12-month period and a thousand subscribers uh, okay. on your channel so within a rolling 12-month period so it is what april whatever so from april now until april of last year you have to have had four thousand hours of watch time or two hundred and forty thousand minutes mm. of watch time within that period in mm. order for you to get monetized mm. um so i mean the monetization is great i don't really focus on it too much mm-hmm. um because right. the money does come in that's great whatever I, i'm fine with it but <laughs> right, right, right. um you know it's not really my main focus but that's right. like the key metric that you have to have you have to have both and then, um, of course, you know, once it happens, you'll get an email from YouTube saying you got accepted to the partner program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really cool, though. But, yeah, that's how that's how that happens. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely agree because, see, the thing is, it's, it's cool to be monetized, whatever. But the main purpose is to, mm-hmm. you know, sell your product, your business. That way you right. make your culture. You know what I mean? That's, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, so let me let me ask you this. So, like, what are some tips you probably could give maybe to um, increase the watch time? Um, so of course you want to just make sure that your, your content is, is great. So it could be like, it could be a little bit longer, but you don't want it to be too long to where you're like losing viewers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, increasing the watch time is just making sure that you're utilizing that search engine optimization to your best ability, figuring out, okay, well, what type of content can I create? Playlist is Mm -hmm. a great way to increase your, your watch time. Because you have all these videos in one playlist. Mm-hmm. More people are kind of like binge watching playlists on Facebook. It's kind of like Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just keeps playing, just keeps playing. And that's right. a great way to increase your watch time too. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. just getting people and sharing your content out. Telling people, to, hey, watch my video. I have mm-hmm. a video about this. I'm trying to help you solve this issue. Here you go. And so you can send out your videos to your emailing list. That'll help increase your watch time too. Yeah. Um, but it's really more about search engine optimization. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. All right. So, with that being said, we're ready to come to a close in a second. My last question to be for you today, Simone, this is, by the way, been an awesome, yeah. awesome, yeah. awesome conversation. Let's give it up for that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah. Proud Simone, man. I'm, yeah, I'm man. extremely proud of you. Mm-hmm. I remember when Simone first got started with the whole online journey and to see the transformation mm-hmm. over the years is just huge. I'm just excited, so proud of you. So what I would say, Simone, is uh, my last question would be if you had everything stripped away from you today, right? Mm -hmm. You had to start from zero. Mm -hmm. What would be the steps you would take to get you back to where you are as quickly as possible? Like if your whole, your business, your brand, you know, let's just even say you had to start from zero in terms of financial resources as well. What would be some of the steps to get you back to where you are? Utilizing YouTube. That would be like the number one thing, getting my channel started Mm -hmm. and really putting in the time and effort to learn how to grow that channel. 
um, because that's something that I didn't do at first. I was just like, I got my channel, whatever. Um, but if I didn't have any resources or nothing like that, I honestly would get started on YouTube because it's free traffic. Right. You know, you don't have to pay for it. People are already looking at videos or searching for things. You just have to learn how to show up for that that specific audience. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that I would start doing. Like mm -hmm. right now at this moment, if I didn't you have start. any type of resources, <laughs> no money, no nothing, right. would be getting started on that on that platform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you had five hundred dollars to invest, let's just say, mm -hmm. what would you put that money like in terms of growing your business or brand? If you just had five hundred dollars to invest. Purchasing a course. Okay. That would be my number more one knowledge. thing. Yes, more knowledge. Because the more knowledge that you have, the better that you become with your niche and with your, your specialty, things like that. So if I have $500, I would probably spend all $500 on that course and learn everything from that course because mm -hmm. you're not going to just use a course one time. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, I've seen that with my own self. I paid for a $5,000 course three years ago. I'm still using it. To this day, so it's like you're not going to just buy this course and it's just a one time thing. Right. You got to keep using it, you got to keep implementing, you got to keep learning in order for you to see the results that you want. There it is, yeah, awesome, awesome. 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 I appreciate you, Simone. Absolutely, yeah, definitely, Simone. Like I said, we appreciate you again for taking your time out your schedule. Yeah, you know, I know you did as well to come over here and, and, and drop this valuable information, you know, with our listeners. I know they got a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I just get a lot out of it to the rise of 1% community. Choose two to three things or even more that you would go apply immediately from what Simone, you know, shared in this podcast episode because it's not just about learning. Of course, it's about the action. And Simone, mm -hmm. if you can... Just share with our listeners, you know, where they can find you. Uh, any information on your course as well, you can share that as well. Um, and we're ready to wrap it up. All right. Um, so most of y'all can follow me, of course, on YouTube is uh, Simone Redman. Um, I am on Instagram at Simone Redman. Um, and let me see, Facebook, Simone Redman Online, facebook.com slash Simone Redman Online. Mm -hmm. And uh, the course information for YouTube Creators Intensive is at YouTubeCreatorsIntensive.com. There it is. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. 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 Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, no. Yeah, we can just go ahead closing on that. Yeah. Awesome. 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 <laughs> yeah. But that being said, definitely you got value out of this podcast episode. Be sure to give us a five star, five star rating. Absolutely. Yes, Bang sir. that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And also feel free to share this podcast episode around with anyone else you feel. To benefit and then even myself James the whole rise of the 1% community you know I actually recently created the training myself as well um, and this is our free gift to you you know on the top strategies to dominate become part of the top 1% in the online space right now online is just huge in terms of growing your business especially with everything that's going on right now mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people being laid off people losing jobs mm -hmm. some people business is taking hits so I actually have a free gift to actually show you, like, literally how you can literally crush it, you know, on the internet. I've been fortunate enough myself, multiple six figures in the online space, trained up a lot of people, tens of thousands of dollars in client success stories. Just go to GeraldBass.com slash 1%, GeraldBass.com slash 1%. And if you just want more information on the online community for the Rise of 1% as a whole, www.TheRiseOfTheOne1%.com. And that's our academy. With that said, uh, we're pretty much done. 
Drop your comments, your biggest takeaways that you got from this podcast episode. Be sure to drop some comments below. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you got out of this. Let Simone know what you got out of this. What did you learn? What are you going to apply? All right. And uh, with that said, we're pretty much done. Simone, thank you again. Thanks for mm-hmm. having me. Absolutely. There <laughs> it is. Definitely enjoyed you as well. And with that said, we look forward to seeing you all on the next episode. Have a great day on purpose. <laughs>